Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning over a cup of coffee for about 10 minutes to give you a shot of caffeine, inspiration, and good news. Your morning moments really do matter. How you start your day influences how the rest of your day goes. And so we want to start you off with some fun and celebration. So what are we celebrating today? Well, before I tell you what I picked for today, I want to tell you what I did not pick. Oh dear. Because there's... Why do I sense a rant coming? Well, no, just just an oddity. Because there's so many... When I do the research, there's multiple things. Usually five or six different things from food to, to you know, civic thing, whatever. A lot of different things. But what I did not pick today is National F- Fluffernutter Day. That's such a great word. Fluffernutter. Sounds like it should be in Alice in Wonderland. It the, does. He's the Fluffernutter. Look at that Fluffernutter over there. Do you know? <laughs> Say it five. Fluffernutter, Fluffernutter, Fluffernutter. <laughs> That's a good one. I know. That was, hey, I'm kudos. funny occasionally. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the quarterly edition of Michelle being funny. <laughs> make you laugh all the time that's true but i'm weird <laughs> no actually I'm, so now you're dissing no, my humor no 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 actually i am actually a person that it is hard to make laugh so you do a good job of making me laugh that's why i married you that's why you married me <laughs> it's one of the myriad of reasons fluffernutter fluffernutter fluffer. <laughs> i married you for a plethora of reasons all right let's move on do you know what a fluffernutter nice, is? Nice way to dig yourself out of a hole, though. Yes. Yes. I'm good at that, I, too. I know you are. Do you know what <laughs> no, a fluffernutter is? I it assume is, it's... It's a sandwich. You oh, did not yes, think I that. It's a sandwich made of peanut butter and that disgusting marshmallow fluff mm-hmm. squished between two slices of bread. Fluffernutter... Squished between two <laughs> slices... Like, you don't squish up banana and peanut butter and squish it between yeah, two Yeah, but banana is not disgusting like marshmallow fluff. There are a lot of people who would say it was. Ugh. And it has no redeeming values like cinnamon. That, that's <laughs> true. Although a fluffernutter would have a little bit of redeeming in the same vein as cinnamon as it's peanut. It's a nut. It's healthy. No, marshmallow nope. fluff is not a nut. Fluffernutter. It is, it is air Fluffernutter. <laughs> Fluffernutter. Did you know fluffernutter is a trademarked word? Wow. What? What a relief. <laughs> you can't steal it and change its meaning. Welcome to the Fluffernutter podcast. No, you can't do that because it's trademark. Again, this day that I did not pick shows that anything strange can have its own day. <laughs> and I'm going to make one. So you have that to look forward to. But what we are celebrating is National Hero Day. October so 8th. much more redeeming yes, than Fluffernutter. Very different from Fluffernutter Day. <laughs> yes. National Hero Day honors the people we look up to and who inspire us to be the best person that we can possibly be. If asked to define the word hero, many of us will name the qualities that demand a person rise above, that make them a better person, stronger, kinder, more average than the average human. So those people are the ones that are heroes. Heroes act before anyone else realizes there is a problem. They volunteer to put someone else before themselves. Our heroes may be first responders who save us from dangerous situations. They may be a mentor like a parent or a teacher. As role models, heroes guide us through the examples that we set. 
They live their lives in such a way that we're honored to know them and hope to live up to them as examples. And heroes, real life heroes, rarely get recognized. So that's why National Heroes Day encourages you to recognize the heroes in your life. Why are you smiling at me? Like, cause I'm, because I'm, like, I'm always smiling <laughs> at you. I'm just waiting. Like, I don't know. Like I'm going off on a positive rant. Dad, that was, that was quite a speech. <laughs> well, I was inspired. I, yeah. <laughs> There's so many heroes. Yeah. Some wear uniforms, others spur us to action to lead a better life, and others, you know, they just make things happen that seem impossible, and they help other people. But there's little things you can do to be a hero, too. You can donate blood. You can volunteer. Charities need you and the services you have. That can, you can be a hero to those people. You can or, uh, organize a fundraiser for a nonprofit organization, or you can just listen to the needs of others and fill that void. So heroes do come in many forms. They rescue us, inspire us, and they make us believe in us, and they believe in us too. So think about who you view you as your hero in your life. You're going to cry. Not, <laughs> I don't know why I got so <laughs> impassioned about that, that. You know, you always think of heroes as, you know, Iron Man and Superman and all the people doing big, great things to save the world. But you can be everyday heroes in little ways to everybody. So you know now I'm done. <laughs> now you're done. So you know how on Wednesday there was no shifting, no connection between Mad Hatter Day and building construction with water bottles. Today the story goes perfectly with this. That the phrase that you said by just listening to the needs of others and filling the void that we tend to think of heroes as larger than life, heroic and doing something big and important or dangerous for the good of humanity. But there are thousands of everyday heroes, everyday people choosing to do some extraordinary things. And by extraordinary, I mean outside the norm. David Abnormal. Uh, Non-normal <laughs> things. David McDonald's was riding a scooter in a Canadian suburb when he blew a tire. Kim Cormier was working outside in her yard and she saw that happen. She agreed to watch his things while he went to get a replacement inner tube for this scooter tire. And when he returned, not only was were his things safe, but she asked him if he would like to join her family for dinner. He did, and a beautiful friendship was born. Now this might sound just like a normal story, nothing heroic about that, but David was homeless. And that's not a typical reaction of most people in a typical suburban neighborhood to invite the homeless into dinner. David had had a series of financial setbacks that put him on the street. He had lost, um, he had owned one, I think at least one gas station and he had, he had lost that and then lost his home, lost his family. Mm. He stayed with friends occasionally, but mostly he spent his time between a tent and a homeless shelter. Kim kept in touch with David and they began helping him out with things like donations of clothing or shoes. They got him a solar powered backpack so that he could keep his phone charged. Cool. Eventually, they told him that he could set up camp in their backyard. Thanks to his sister, he got a new tent with a mattress, a refrigerator, and a couch, and he used their outdoor fireplace to cook on. He had laundry and restroom privileges within the house, but it gave him a stable, safe location to work from. But tents don't last forever, and you know, Canada and winter. The Great White North. Yes. So they were looking for a more permanent solution. And so they wanted to set David up with a tiny home. So they created a GoFundMe campaign, raised money for the home. And David was also contributing to with um, some part-time jobs that he worked with and some, thing, some money I think that he got from the government. 
And Kim said, once we have paid off the full price of the microhome, the ownership will be transferred into David's name and he'll be finally able to own his own home again. Sweet. Our long-term goal is for David to own his microhome and move it to a forever spot that he can live and regain a sense of independence again. It's one of those that's on, you can put it on wheels and, and move it. David says, you have to swallow your pride when you're homeless. She has done more than I can ever say thank you for. So that is a great example of an everyday hero that started with simply being willing to watch someone's things and inviting them into her home. You made me cry. You're going to cry. <laughs> Dang it. Stop it. That's a great way to end it's the week. It's a good story. Yes. Okay. Today's to go quote, quote, cut, today's to go. <laughs> still messed cut. up. Today, hey, we got a quote for today. And it's to go. It is from John Lennon. When I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. So I went to school. They asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment. And I told them they didn't understand life. So this is such a good quote. Such a good quote. We chase after and value these really wrong things sometimes. I'm going to choose to believe that that actually happened the way he said it happened, that's a pretty mature for a response for a five-year-old. Let's go with the spirit of the quote. <laughs> yeah. Many kids wouldn't be able to respond with that kind of confidence, though. And, and, and we tell them, children, things like that all the time. You don't understand what we wanted as the right answer, and that chips away at kids' confidence and their ability to think creatively, and, which I think is sad. So not only did the, the idea of the quote being that happy is a better response than I want to be a doctor. But just the idea that he could respond with that confidence, I think is kind of an interesting facet of that quote. Yeah. If indeed that's what he said. But question well, for you today is what do you want to be in life? Happy. I am happy with you. Okay. Cue the, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. I, and I agree with what he said is, we can get caught up in having the right house and the right car and the right job and, and not be happy. I've been there with that. So you don't always have to, to have all the right stuff to be happy. Just look for the, the little things, which I've always said, it's the little things that make you happy. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> it's a very emotional day. You can do it. We just have to close it out. <laughs> to today's episode... <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters Box, where happiness in a box. It is happiness <laughs> in a box. We say it's zen in a box. It's the, it allows you to take this, this five-minute time in the middle of a chaotic morning and turn it into sort of a refuge to start your day with positive things. It engages your heart and your mind and your body in about five minutes with great coffee and a ritual. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and connection each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So today's Friday. We will see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. National Purple Hair Day. Nope. Nope.
Hindenburg is a go. Five, four, three, two, one. Earth below us. I don't know why that popped in my head. I don't either. There's some weird things in my head. I don't know. Hindenburg. I don't see them. Looks normal from here. You don't see anything in there. It's, did you hear the echo? <laughs> no, no, because it's full. It's full of something. Coming up on our anniversary. So, I think we should do something. I'll take you to Crystal. Get a double, a double slider. I'll take you to Crystal? <laughs> wow, I think I'll hold out for a better offer. Chick-fil-A? <laughs> First watch? Wow. <laughs> First watch, not bad. <laughs> I am still reeling from the Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Are there still crystals? I think so, yes. Gut grenades is what we call them in college. We didn't have it where I grew up. Did you have White Castle? Yeah, we had White Castles. Same thing. Different. It's it's cookie cutter with a different name and colored logos. Gut grenades. <laughs> they blow up in your body. It's nasty. But they were the only thing open at 2 o'clock when you got out of the club. <laughs> when I was clubbing, I was not a clubber. I was discoing. <laughs> not that We're not that old. I was the 80s music, whatever I did. I don't know. It's all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you were too busy clubbing. <laughs> we didn't call it clubbing back no, then. No, I don't know what we called it. I don't it. know. We called it Partying. bar hopping or something. We danced. Garth Brooks had a song called The Dance. Yes, but it doesn't apply. But, but you don't dance to it. <laughs> it doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what popped into my head was, you could dance if you want to. Oh, the safety dance. <laughs> so The one hit wonders by men without hats. <laughs> And they did this little, you can dance well, if you want to, you can leave your friends behind. Well, it made me your friends laugh. don't dance, and if they don't dance, when they're no friends of mine. I thought it was funny because songs don't pop into my mind like they do in yours, and it did. And then you come up with Garth Brooks, The Dance. <laughs> That's not an apply. My song applied. That's true. I want to dance with somebody who would apply. Now I'm trying to think of songs with dancing. Yeah, let's not. Let's let's go straight to the episode. 